Thought Bubble Audio. Hello and welcome to Supergirl TV Talk, the podcast devoted to the CBS series Supergirl. I'm Frank, and with me, as always, is my red-faced co-host, Tim. Look, I know I'm Irish, yeah. but, and I well, know it's cold out. And, well, but, you got a beer in your and hand, And I so. know that I'm descended from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, but there's right. no reason to call me a red-faced. No, the name of the episode Slightly. is Red-Faced. Actually, that was the... Oh. Yeah. Oh. But, oh. But thanks for making it racist. That's fine. You're welcome. That's, that's okay. Yeah. Just like Sam Lane. We'll get Just like that Sa- later. Oh, we will get there. Yeah, okay. We will get there. His xenophobia. Uh, how are you doing today, sir? I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing quite well. I'm doing quite well, yes. Uh, I am. This was, I thought, one of the more intense episodes we've had so far. Uh, so I'm excited to talk about it with you. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. But do we have any letters? Yeah, let's do some follow-up okay, first. Okay, sure. All right. So uh, some follow-up from uh, a listener, Brianna. Um, hi, my name is Bri. I thought this episode was amazing. Of course, talking about live, about uh, how does she do it. Um, had just the right amount of action, romance, twist, and comedy. Show gets better with uh, every episode. I know this was aired after Livewire, but I liked it even better than than Livewire, and she thought didn't think she could. Um, needs a full season and a season two renewal, in my opinion. Super, Supergirl fan for life. Uh, thank you very much, Bree. Fun stuff. Well, good news. We've gotten our full season pickup. We did. Yeah, mm-hmm. which we'll talk about a little we more in, in a little bit. But Indeed. but I am I agree with with uh, the sentiment. Um, I, I thought that how how did she do it? Um, I, did I like it better than than Livewire? I don't know that I did, but I, I did. I liked it more yeah. than Livewire. But you can listen to our previous episode exactly. and find out why. And him find yeah. out exactly why. Um, this comes from Scott, good old Scott, um, writing in again. After watching this episode, I feel like I really missed seeing it before Livewire. Um, the character relationships between James and Lucy and Kat and Kara really needed this episode first. I agree with that that assessment from Scott. Um, especially James and Lucy. Mm-hmm. That, I think, is yeah. what throws people off. I agree. Um, of course, uh, he also says the special effects are amazing. Um, he said, I mentioned uh, before how I felt Aunt Astra had a General Zod vibe. Well, I have to say that Maxwell Lord is the Lex Luthor of this series. That's not a criticism, just an observation. Yep. I, I definitely yeah. agree they're setting yeah, up yeah. Uh, more and more each we week. We talked about that with that final scene. The Absolutely. Classic, you know, yeah. Yeah, balcony talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. the with not like Romeo and Juliet balcony talk. No, you know? Lois and Clark. Balcony talk with Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> there's a, oh yeah, there's a great podcast in there. That, that that's definitely there's a, like a relationship that, podcast in there. Mm-hmm. You already hear Fosse's mind. You can't have. Oh it. man, you may balcony only talk. Want it because I'm not really interested Ooh, in doing that. Yeah, you know? all right. If you want to purchase this idea, email Tim at supergirlthemestalk.com. Not really. Have a cheap date. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he is really. Yeah. No, like, like actually. But really. But actually. Uh, he goes on to say, well, I still enjoy the show. I, I'm lacking some consistency between episodes. I mean, that I love every other episode, but only like every other. Um, I would like there to be a string of episodes that I just love, then maybe one or two that I just like. Uh, maybe I'm just being an entitled fan, probably. Really looking forward to the show continuing to grow and really hit its stride. More than likely, that will come in the spring leading up to the finale, uh, as most first seasons do. Up, up, and away, Scott. I don't think that's a entitled fan thing to want to like every episode, right? I mean, I, I, I think it's reasonable, I, but I also think that this is first season groove right now. Yeah, you know I mean, so yeah, the first season can be rough. Always, um, I mean, like people like we raved about Arrow years yeah. ago, but if you go back and watch that first season now, you're like, oh, I mean, rah, dude, that first season, I've told you this, my, that yeah. first season took me two watches before I, I got all the way through it. Like, yeah, I, exactly. I, it was rough for me. Um, this, I think. And I'm a little biased, but I, I feel like this is a much, much smoother first uh, season. Yes. Well, I yeah. I mean, that's, you know, because they're improving the formula with each progressive show. Yep. Uh, but, you know, it's still got its first season. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. The first season hijinks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's kind of going through the the you know, the freshman uh phase of, of awkward phase. Yeah. Learning how to be a show. Um, and it just gained fifteen episodes. Oh yeah. Boom. No, it was close. not quite, but close, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> freshman fifteen. Yeah, you know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> was so close. Freshman twenty. Um, and then the last one here comes from Susan. Uh, she goes, in the end, it's all about trust. This is a really insightful email. So <clears throat> great podcast as always. Thank you. Um, she's also become a, a loyal listener of Beer with Geeks as well, our other hey, show. So thank hey, thank you, Susan. Um, a thought occurred to me as y'all were discussing Maxwell Lord's trust issues shown in this week's episode. Uh, remember what Kara told Alex, uh, her mom said Astra, Astra's problem was on Krypton. She didn't trust people. Mm. Um, I feel like the show is building up trust as a core issue and a narrative for this season, Kara trusts Win and James with her secret over uh, Alex's plea for secrecy. Right, even despite Alex's plea, she goes over her head. Yeah. Eliza tells Alex that Kara believes in her heart that everyone is as good as she is, and that trust, uh, and that is trust in its in its purest form. Lord and Astra don't trust people, and so far they're being set up. Uh, to be our two you know, season-long big bads. Right. So I love the idea of Supergirl having to work with Lord to take down Astra. Maybe all his research will come in handy. Huh. So that was very interesting That's and insightful. Those are interesting parallels that you draw there, Susan. Um, it really, I think trust is is an, uh, a theme of, of, the, uh, of the season, kind of an underlying, maybe understated, you know, not as much as sort of like, I mean, I guess, you know, you've got the um, stronger together is, it, it implies some trust, right? Like, um, to 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 work together with people, you need to trust them. So there is some implied trust there. But will you be editing in the Billy Joel song now, or do you just want me to sing it? Go ahead. It's only just a matter of trust. All right, I'm good. Thanks. Just that. Otherwise, we don't get sued. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Fair use, guys. Fair use. Yeah. <laughs> uh, excellent. Well, we do have some news. Yeah, the the series is picked up for season one, uh, twenty episode run. Yeah, so we got seven episodes. Didn't you get, didn't you get the back nine? We got the back seven. I'll take it. Well, the show's expensive. Yeah, so. it is. It and is. then what that did to me just means two less filler episodes. I agree. There's going to be two I less agree. episodes in which Kara learns a lesson. Right. Kara learns Kara, a take lesson. A drink. Take a drink. I there it goes. There it goes. Um, yeah, it's 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 true though. Um, I I am always in favor of a shorter season if it means that we you know kind of compress the story down and and tell it in its purest form rather than stretch it out. Yep. So I yeah, hate I, I hate filler episodes. I hate decompression. I am all for this. You know, if it's if it's twenty, that's great. Okay. Twenty episodes, that's awesome. It's a, that is a full season in my book. Um, I would have been happy with thirteen too, but obviously twenty makes me even happier. Right? Yeah, I'm uh, thrilled. Well, if they didn't get it, then then the rest of the season would feel rushed. Yes, you know, so then they'd have to wrap it up quickly, which I'm sure they were ready to do if they needed to. But yes, but it would have felt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She like gives up being Supergirl after like right. four weeks on the job. Supergirl, no more. Yeah. Oh God, please no. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm tired of superheroes quitting their jobs. I know, but that's not what she does here. So no, let's talk not. about uh, let's talk about this episode after a word from our sponsor through the voice of Frank. That is right. Uh, well, a lot of the news, including the news we just talked about, the the full season pickup uh, that we a lot of the news we get on this show and on our Twitter account um, comes from Supergirl TV, and they're friends of ours. They're fans who run an amazing site. Um, that we really love, and I, I go to every single day. I know, Tim, you go to it very often, too. And um, fantastic place for fans to hang out. Uh, great place to get all your news and your updates and spoilers and photos for next week's episode and see the trailers and um, see appearances of the cast all over the Internet. Great place, uh, great site, 
by fans for fans, advertisement free. I'm a big, big fan of it, um, and I think you guys will be as well. So um, please check it out, Supergirl.tv, also Supergirl TV site on Twitter to get the updates wherever you are, whenever you want them. Uh, it is a fantastic place to be. So Indeed. thank you so much to Supergirl.tv for sponsoring Supergirl TV Talk today. So you have some thoughts. I do. Um, thought number one. Yes. Um, California license plates. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Shows definitely shows. You think it might be filmed in California? I, really? You I think so? I'm wondering if that's where palm trees are oh, native to. You think so? So I'm thinking that probably. Huh. So National City is definitely in California. We all Whoa, know this, but crazy. California license plate, I feel like that's the yeah. biggest confirmation <laughs> of all. Um, and so you called me red-faced earlier. I did. And so, and clearly this episode is about, at first I thought it was about embarrassment. And so, like, mm. you get red-faced embarrassment. And then, okay. you know, we get this whole big thing with being, um, we get a whole thing with being angry. Mm-hmm. Yes. And this so this is the theme that runs through this whole episode. Yes. Which was real nice. Um, because the show starts on that embarrassing note where, right. you know, like, the, but then looking back, like, oh, the guy in the car was angry, and that's yep. kind of like it seeps in from there. Mm-hmm. And even she was angry, like that's what that's what made her like almost crush the guy's hand. Yeah, right. She was like, yeah. yeah. I'm actually surprised that when he punched her hand, his hand just didn't break. Yeah, true. That was my first. That that's was true. my first that. reaction. Yeah. But I guess super strength is interesting because it like you're not just because you're very like if I punched a very strong person. My mm-hmm. hand's not going to break because they're very strong. Right. You know what I mean? Her skin is not, you know, her skin is not. It's not like a Luke True. Cage thing True. where it's right. un, it's unbreakable. But 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 it depends how, how hard. Because if you punch a brick wall, you will break your hand hard. Yes, you but, that's hard been, but that's the texture of the. Yeah, I guess. You but, could you could but, break your hand punching but, but, a pillow hose against but a brick wall. You know what I mean? It's about, like the strength is of the muscle. Yeah. I get, you know what I mean? Okay. And yes. The muscle yes. is. It's, her skin is not impenetrable. Her skin. Well, it is, right. but but it's not. Right, exactly. It still gives a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so... Um, Interesting. Um, yeah, so, I, I, yeah, she didn't break her hand. He didn't break his hand that way. But it was more... Uh, so, to me, I'm, I'm looking at it from, like, a higher level, even, and I'm, like, looking at these moments throughout the episode where rage and anger are the driving force but behind all these moments in the episode. Mm-hmm. There's the road rage that starts the whole thing, and then her anger at the guy almost breaks his hand, and she has yeah. to temper herself... Because she realizes, well, I could, I could really hurt this guy. I got to be careful. Um, then you have her losing her cool with Cat. You have Cat losing her cool with her own mom. Mm-hmm. You have, uh, you have her and Red Tornado. Like, there's all these moments, right, of of people losing their cool. Yeah. Um, and and Kara has to learn that lesson of like how to how to channel it and use use her anger. Yeah. Uh, you know, to her to her advantage. Yeah, which uh, we can get into as it yeah, goes. Yeah. But I have I have uh, we'll go through the episode as we go. I have a little note here. Lucy's going off to work at nine thirty. Yeah, like what the frick is that? Like you work for the military? Like oh, it's <laughs> oh nine thirty, but gonna get going to work, and you're just supposed to sit in there. Like what the heck? Yeah, like that's I'm already like two and a half hours into my into day, <laughs> like into my work day. Yeah, like oh, I'm going to work at nine thirty. Like <laughs> he was jealous. Just so, oh, I'm incredibly jealous. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. This is a place of jealousy. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, for these fictional, char- fictional, <laughs> fictional char- characters, fictional um, that I have. But that's just my that was my thing with them. Um, and we get our big thing with uh, Sam Lane's coming to town, General yep. Sam Lane. Yep. And uh, the good old general is still a super dictator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's true. 
Um, yeah, I mean, he he and he usually is portrayed that way, um, which is maybe kind of unfortunate, but but that that is yeah. his character. He's just he's always very well. I mean, that's just yeah, that's just the that's character. character. He's so. very regimented. He's very much, uh, you know, very much very strict. Um, uh, I love that actor because he played Aaron Pierce on Twenty Four, um, one of my favorite oh. characters from that show. Right on. But uh, but yeah, um, he, and this is a very different. Uh, yeah, a very, a very different character than than he played in twenty four. Um, so much less sympathetic, much more you know, kind of a villain. His name is Glenn Morshauer. Glenn Morshauer, thank you. You're welcome. Um, yeah, he is a great actor. He did a very, very good job in this in this episode. Um, <clears throat> so Sam Lane is obviously Lucy Lane, and 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 by extension Lois Lane's dad. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a general in uh, in these the armed forces of these United States, and he and Jimmy don't get along so well. Uh, J- James, I said James. James is what I said. Yep. I did not say Jimmy. Yeah, they don't get along so well. There's uh, there's some disagreement there about uh, aliens and uh, and super men and women and girls. Yeah, which is that's the this is general stick. I mean, he makes a good point. I mean, he says to Henshaw later in the episode, he says, you know, they have horns, they have wings down there, but mm-hmm. the only difference with that is that she's blonde. Mm-hmm. And like from a like a distance, you can understand why he thinks that. And like you know, mm-hmm. you only you trust her because she. She looks, looks like human. you, yeah. Which is absolutely true. Sure. Until Hank Henshaw's like, "Well, I'm the Martian Manhunter," so <laughs> you know, but no, not really. Yeah. No, no, I don't think so. I don't want to talk about it later. Yeah. All right. So, but I do have. But it's it, my theory about Jeremiah is mm-hmm. now. I don't think mm-hmm. that far off. So yeah, I agree. So we also get introduced introduce the cat's mom in this episode, which yes. didn't have any fanfare. Which I really, really thought there'd be like a heralding of. This is Kat's mother. Yeah. She has finally appeared on the show. And I thought we all knew that she would. And like like we said a couple weeks ago, or maybe last week, I, I thought there'd be some like fan uh, some like stunt casting of, of her mom, but but not no huge like Superman or Supergirl related casting there. Um no, but um, yeah, no, it's Joan Juliet Buck that mm-hmm, plays her. And the mm-hmm. only other thing that I've ever seen her in is uh uh Julian Julia. Oh yes. Um, okay. She plays Madame Bussart. Mm-hmm. Bussart, yes. Not Adam Bovary. No, nice job, though. Good job. Sorry with a B. Yeah. So, good job. I was kidding. Um, yeah. I know you were. Um, I can see your face. They can't, but I can see yeah. it. Yeah. Um, Lucky them. Well, unless they're in the closet. Ha! Ah. No, they're not. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, you never know. You never know. People they are weird. Yeah, so, right here. Um, but not other super fans. Right. Which they'll be now known as super fans. Okay. Sure. It's pretty basic. I'm yeah. Come up with that was really creative. Later. That was good. <laughs> yeah. You guys vote on this. Does this suck or not? Yeah, no, it definitely does. Suck or does it really suck? No, I'll come up with better ones. (laughs) Caring Karas. No, I'm not going to do this now. Let's save everyone. I'm not going to do this now. Um, (laughs) And so there's nice interplay, like, there's nice interplay between um, Catherine, Kat, and Kara. It's a lot Mm -hmm. of alliteration in that room all at one time. Um, Oh, you mean Kitty? Kitty, yeah, I like that. It's so derogatory. I was really like, is. "Oh, but Kitty, it yeah. really is." Yeah, it's yeah. a big slap in the face. Or and she didn't learn the lesson. But we did get some big name drops, like Margaret Atwood. Yeah, yeah, like oh, by the way, you know, just like just throwing out, out real people's names. Oh, and you're not invited. Yeah, um, and I knew she wasn't going to be invited. Like, yeah, I just yeah. knew that was yeah, like they were. Yeah, I mean, she didn't really say that she was, so it was kind of presumptuous of Cat to assume that she was going, right? But the way that I like, I read that it was like right away. I was like, "Well, you're not going. You're clearly not going. You're not going." So just some old friends. You don't know these people, right? Yeah. Um, but there was this nice. You can see where Cat gets it 
like she is her mother, but she's not her. You know, yes. it's that classic child paradigm. Like I spent so long trying not to be my father that I'm my mother. Yeah, you know, thing yeah, yeah, or yeah. you know, vice versa or whatever. Yeah. Um. So I like to think that I'm a healthy blend of both. Mm. Um. And so, um, I have no follow up. No, that. I, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I agree. I think yes, she, she, she is. And despite her better efforts, she is. She has traits of her mom. Um, that we've seen so far, but uh, at the same time, she is a more compassionate person than her mom is. Yeah, you know, especially where where her son is involved. Mm-hmm. Um, she is she seems to be a very loving, caring mom. Yeah, towards her towards her child, but to the rest of the world, she acts like her mom treats her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and clearly a lot of mom issues there. Yeah, tons. This uh, show is rife with them, and, and her mom is not. Yeah, that's true. And her mom is not a nice person. Like let's let's like no. she d- tries very hard to put her down and to. There's, I have no sympathy for this yeah, character. No, no. Which I mean, we might get sometime later, maybe. But she's even kind of se- like she's sexist and like mm-hmm. all these different things. Yeah, like, you know, I prefer like, a male doctor. Girl. I may prefer a male doctor. Yeah, which was a it's a big a whole big yeah issue that I don't really want to get into. They just dropped a bomb there and let and just let it lie. Yeah, <laughs> like that was a big one. Yeah, and so there's a lot of there's a lot of big stuff there that yeah. it's just like, okay, well you're not a nice person. I don't like you. Right. So, but it did lead to us having some great interplay with Cat and um, um, I was so like, why am I calling her Cat? Her name's Kitty, but no, <laughs> she got into my head. Um. Cat uh, and Kara, yes. you know, like going out from Kira. Martini. Kira, I, I noticed uh, Kira. I, yeah, at, Kira. Fir- at first, Lana. Lana. <laughs> at first, I thought she was like in the very first episode. I feel like she was saying Kara. She says Kira a lot, but but it, she goes back. I feel and like forth. it's morphed into Kira. She goes back and forth. Yeah, sometimes she calls her Kara. Sometimes she calls her Kira. Right. And at first, I thought I was mishearing that. I thought like that's just like an affectation. Like no, she's saying Kara, she, but it sounds like Kira. But I think but, like but no, it really is Kira. I think in her brain, she doesn't know exactly which one it is. So she, <laughs> she just goes both. between them. So yeah, she just goes between them. Even yeah, she's wrong for both of them. Right. Yeah, that's, that's so weird. Yeah, I like it. I, yeah. I like. I kind of like it too because she's like. It reminds you, it's like, oh, here she is, like, doling out the wisdom and, like, all these things. Because if Kara is on the hero's journey, Kat is her mentor. Like, yes. Like, you could say it's her, you could probably say it's Alex or Henshaw or Wynn mm-hmm. or James, but it's really Kat. She is the one giving her the most, like, sage she, advice. Yeah, the rest yeah. are her allies. Yes. Kat is really her mentor. Her mentor, yes. But... It like and so it gives you that, but it also reminds you that it's still Cat and she doesn't know her name. Yeah, you know what I mean. There's always going to be some level of separation there. Yeah, I yeah. may maybe not always because we have like that. You know, like oh, I just said you were a good assistant. You know, for the effect and she That's gave true. me some aspirin and she was already mm-hmm. ready with it. Mm-hmm. That's you know, true. Like and you get a thank you, which you don't get a lot, and you know stuff like that. So uh, we're moving to we're moving in that you know towards some kind of nice. Some relationship Sure Whatever it is Cat Grant's probably Gonna die sometime And I'm gonna be Really sad about it Because they're making me Like her the best <laughs> Yeah I know She is growing me Real fast Yeah Speaking of liking people The best Yes me um, Yeah um, You like me the best You look great You're Thank wearing you. a blue shirt I am Like Wynn was wearing A blue shirt That is true Yeah And, and he, he likes Car the best Yeah he does he does. I'm glad that we connect all that. Yeah. But I was thinking, you finally gave Wynn something to do. Yeah. Well, sort of. Even though he refused to do it at first. Yeah, right. I know. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I won't do this. Okay. Yeah, but I. But he has dad issues, so he's that, like, that was a low blow. Low blow. <laughs> um, you know I have father issues, or I have daddy issues. Yeah, whatever it was. And whatever I was like, I was like, ah! Yeah, he does! He does! does. <laughs> yeah, he, he does. He's telling the truth! <laughs> ding, ding, ding! Yeah. Um, and so... 
Um, it's weird because I'm like, he has something to do. Disappears for half an hour. Yeah, comes back. He was I did like, that thing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, like, give him something to do. Right. But more of something to do. Right. I think they might have they might have been off too many characters. Yeah, you don't want to jam too much into one episode. I think they yeah, yeah. but I, I that's true. But no, I just think like starting the show, there's a lot of characters. And, oh, in general, yes. Okay. In general. Yes. There's a lot there's a lot of characters and maybe like some people don't have as like you just don't have as much to do with some as others because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. maybe some are filling some duplicate roles in some way. Yeah. Or it's it, yeah. like for instance, they've split some of the traits of, of typical Jimmy Olsen between James and Wynn. Yes, exactly. Right. So like yeah, so yeah. now you have two people even the yeah. love interest side of it, you have two people who are fulfilling the same size mm-hmm. of the roles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very it's interesting. Um is it? It's probably not, but I'm going to say that it is. I think it is, yeah. Um, but you do get some. Speaking of them, though, there is some. There are some great moments of friendship in the show. You get the the game night thing. You're like, game night survives. Yes. Like if anything <laughs> else is. goes, game night, game night survives. Um, it definitely survives. I wrote it down. Okay, in all caps. See? Okay, I, yeah. no, I see. Yeah. yeah, there it is. No, it's um, black and white. Yep. Yeah. yeah, but like that was uh, yeah that was like game night must survive it must go on yeah I wrote that quite a few there were quite a few quotes in here cat had quite a number she that had, was our I don't even about. W- what would you call the cat grant quote of the week do you have one um she did say um popping those babies like pez like pez yeah um yeah. I enjoyed that one and she had the fine the anger behind the anger yes. thing which I liked very much mm-hmm. my personal favorite cat quote however was um. Um, the the sound of the ocean, um, or the something of the ocean will drown out the sound of her voice, or maybe it will just drown her. Oh or yes, me. that was yeah. my favorite one. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that was that was absolutely my favorite one. Yes. I can't read my own writing, so I can't tell. That's okay. We we'll go with sound of the ocean. Yeah, the uh, roar. It's the roar okay. of the ocean will drown out the sound of her voice, or maybe it will just drown, <laughs> drown her. Or, or me. me. That was my favorite. Yeah, that was that was my favorite. Yep, that was a good one. Yeah, tells you everything you need to know, basically, um, about the relationship. Yeah. Well, let's talk about other things we need to know, such mm-hmm. as Red Tornado and Dr. Morrow. Dr. T.O. Morrow. Who's never called T.O. Morrow mm-hmm. because they avoided that. They avoided the tomorrow trap. Yeah. Like, if you know, if people think about it, for, if you don't know the character for a second, T.O., like, um, Teddy Orlando sure. Morrow, whatever his real affectation is. Yeah. Uh, and so, um, so, but it's. Tomorrow, right? To Morrow, and so they just avoided that. They just called Doctor Morrow, Doctor Morrow, yeah. the whole time. Yeah, probably um, wise, a little cheesy. It, it was wise and cheesy. I'm gonna say right off the bat, I think we just they wasted two characters in this episode. Uh, I would say they probably wasted Red Tornado in this episode. I think. Well, I and by and and and, and Morrow comes with him. Morrow so, yeah. comes with him because then you you we, we've now skipped out on an Amazo. Which is his like yeah. in the comic he's he's created uh, um, he's created this thing called Amazo, which takes on the properties of other super who super villain uh, superheroes, mm, superheroes and, yeah. and, and kind of goes nuts and he makes Red Tornado as kind of like the I'm sorry yeah it's almost like good. it's like Tony Stark making Ultron and then he makes Vision like an I'm sorry yes that's basically um, that's true and and I think that we've we've missed the mark by. By a destroying the body of Red Tornado mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and 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 killing Moro, more destroying Red Tornado. Mm-hmm. I, think. I, I yeah. yeah, Red Tornado was the bigger like loss there. Yeah, um, I mean there could be the whole like his brains in the computer. 
And now right, we're he's making just an a AI, new one. so we can yeah. make a new one. Yeah, there is always that. There's always ways around that. And was... as for a Mazo, you can always you can always find a way to work that in too. Yes. Yeah. I. Yeah. Sure. Um, the Mazo thing, I feel less like. Like I wanted, like yes, yeah. that's the thing that I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I really felt like we missed the mark on because in motion, the costume was good. Yes, yeah. um, the first photo did not really do it justice. No, it, it looked really not. lame in the first. Yeah, it did. Well, CGing his eyes yellow. Yeah, that, that, that was a good move. And the robot sounds; those yes. two things, those sound effects yes. in the eyes, that that really goes a long mm-hmm. way. But even like the CG for his hands flipping and his body, ro- like mm-hmm. his lower ha- torso rotates for the tornado. Yep. that was all. That was really well done. It was really good. Yeah, it was it really. Good. Yeah, it looked really good. And all of a sudden, I just felt like, oh, but now. We're not going to see mm-hmm. the rest of fruition of that character. Maybe because they felt that he was just too close to the vision, which we're watching in Marvel in movies Marvel. right now. Yeah, I mean, but maybe. What if they go? I'm just thinking of this now. What if they go like Brainiac Five with this character, and like he comes back and he's good? Yeah, that's yeah, fine. But I, well, I guess you could have like his body was in the computer. Right, there's more than one body, something like that. Oh, yeah. this is the improved model, so we exactly. fix the costume. Yeah. Whatever, yeah, there could absolutely be something like that. That's fine. I I tried to look up um, briefly who the actor who played Red Tornado, mm-hmm. and it wasn't on IMDb, and I could I couldn't find it. So if if you want to look for it, yeah, I do. I, talking, but his name that, is up my tongue. I do. That man clearly is a dancer. Oh yeah, like I was I was watching him move, and I was like, yeah, that's he's not just an actor. He's got to ha- he's got to have some kind of gymnast or dance background. Just the way that he was able to just the way that he moved i was like oh that's you got this part because you could move in a way that wasn't exactly didn't feel exactly human um yeah and i i liked that about him very much um but i did again like i felt like the whole thing like he's an android and who has a, a mandroid who wants a like who wants a soul he wants a body wants, yeah you know something human and he normal. must be a real boy yeah, exactly. But he, again, he's basically a less powerful version of the Vision, right? And so, essentially, yeah, essentially. And so, I can understand their hesitancy. But if that's the case, then maybe just don't include him. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. So, so the actor's name is Ido Goldberg. Thank he you. He played Morrow as well. Oh, it was both same them. actor. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, I thought so when I was looking at their faces. I was like, oh, maybe it's the same person, but I didn't. Yep. Okay. Um. Yep. Oh, so, well, you know what? Then maybe, actually, that wouldn't shock me then if they did, like, his brain is in the computer and he's coming back. I don't know why I say it the same way every I was time. Say, <laughs> it was funny that I, I liked it, though. Every, every time. Um, uh, yeah, maybe, um, I, I bet most people didn't notice it was the same actor. No, I don't think he really meant to. It, was one of the, it could be, like, subconsciously, like, he modeled mm-hmm. it on himself. Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, yeah, like, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually okay now that I've... Even that just gives me enough, like, I wonder if he has a dance background. I'll look later. Not going to look now. Yeah. Um, there's, an, there's, to me, then, enough in there to be like, yes, this is... I, I think they can definitely bring him back. Um, and like I said, maybe do, like, a you know, he turns he turns good at some point or, or something of that of that nature. In either case, um it was it, I feel like it was a little bit of a waste of the of the character. Um, yeah, but you never know when things come back, I guess, you know. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But um you know, cuz we thought like if I'm going to use I talked about Arrow before, but I mean spoilers for Arrow from a couple seasons ago, but you know, we thought Deadshot was a one-off. And exactly. Then, and then he just kept exactly. coming back. Yeah. And so I mean, it's a 
living person and stuff. It's a little bit different. It's different, but but but, but they, similarity. They, they brought him back. It was real good. Everyone thought right. he was. You know, I was like, oh, why would you kill off a character like that? And they didn't. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. who knows? His Ooh. brain was in a computer. Um, no, his brain was not a computer, but his brain is in a terrible place. Uh-oh. Is General Sam Lane in his yes. in his racism? He is racist. Yeah, I mean, I don't. It's not really, but I mean, if the actor was white or black, I think his answer to J- to James would be the same. Yes, I don't like you because you're a paparazzi. Basically, yes. you're not good enough for. But her, he's he said. not. Yeah, he's not. He feels that he's not good enough. But every, he feels that nobody's good enough for. That's right. Yes. Any of his daughters. Any that's, of his daughters. Yes. That's just. That's just who he is. Mm-hmm. That no one will ever person. be good enough. And so, but my first, but what well, literally up to my I'm like, because you're a terrible person. Well, he is, I mean, he is xenophobic. Like, he's afraid of anything. Like, he's not, we don't know that he's racist necessarily, but he's afraid of, of all aliens. Like, yeah. no question. They're not human. They're not, they don't belong here. Right. Um, that, that, that much we do know about him. And no matter how much good Superman or Supergirl do, they're still aliens, and that's all that matters. They're still dangerous. They're still a threat. Yeah. Okay. So, and with James, that's. I'm. I mean, I'm just. Oh, saying, I thought you were trying to connect the two. And, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. I'm just. Oh, okay. I'm just saying we don't know if he's racist or not, but oh. we do know this about him. Okay. I thought you were trying like, like it one bled into well, the other one. Well, I mean, in something. a certain sense, I guess they do because no matter what. James does, he's still never going to be good enough in his eyes for his daughter. Okay. No, ma- no matter how much good Superman does, he's still an alien, doesn't matter. No matter how much, you know, uh, James tries oh, to impress yeah. him, he's never, it doesn't matter. Okay. He's still not good enough yeah. for her. Yeah, I guess so. You know, so. He ma- once he makes up his mind, that's it. Yeah, well, that's, that's probably how he got to be a general. That's so, probably. You know, <laughs> you know, he's not like wavy about stuff. You know, he's like, well, it's very decisive. Know, the only thing he's wavy about is the flag. Oh, flag waving. Flag in the wind. Flag um, in the wind. So we get, we also get Kara working through some some issues. issues. She works through some issues, and she does a little boxing thing. Yes, that was a really cool scene. It was a good idea. Yeah. Where were they? This is a place. This is a place with a car. Place. Feel bad for that person's car. I know, right? She's like, I found this car on I'm the side sure of the road. She... I'm sure no one was using it. <laughs> like... You know <laughs> that sucks for that person. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it was a great idea because she was right. She's like, "Well, what am I going to do?" You know. Yeah. You know, punch yeah. mountain. You know, like right. Exactly. That was that was good. Good stress relief. It is. But you know, I thought even like before she did, I'm like, she's too strong. She's going to punch right through that car. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because no matter like you and I are extremely good shape and very, very good shape, strong. Yes. But thank you for noticing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I did. Um, but. Um, we're not going to punch through a punching bag. You know, right. Slice Alone's not going to punch through mm-hmm, a punching bag. Mm-hmm. Captain America might. Even he doesn't punch through it, <laughs> though. He knocks right. it off. That's true. But he doesn't punch through it. Yeah. Um, so, but my friend, like, just going to punch through that car. Mm-hmm, or it's going to mm-hmm. flying into James's face. Yeah. Like, something's <laughs> no going to happen. James. Like, if I was him, I'd be like, I'm not punching this punching bag while you're sitting I right know. next to me punching a car. Just seems like a bad idea. Yep. yep. It's a bad idea. I don't get the reference. Sorry. It's Jurassic Park 3. Oh. <laughs> I saw that movie once. What's a bad idea? This movie was a bad idea. Yeah. yeah. A little bit. Um, in that scene, uh, there's an interesting, very quick um, uh, commentary on race. Yes. Where, yeah. Um, where Kara says how, you know, girls are just taught to, you know, smile and be quiet. And right. Because that's not what, what their... Kat says to her. Yeah. Right. 
Right. Cat points out the double standard, yep. and and Carr reiterates it there, and, mm-hmm. and James said, well, you know, black men are not exactly yeah, encouraged so to show their anger either. Yeah, it's so true. Um, which was, I thought, a real, and that was very quick. They didn't linger on it, they just said it, and they moved on, but um, so that's what the show almost, does. It was like a real conversation. Yeah, it was like a real yeah. conversation, absolutely. That's what the show does, I think, really well, is it addresses these... You know, issue, issues of sexism and, and in this case, racism, um, very upfront and very honestly, like cat mm-hmm. talk. Also, cat talking about you know, talking about the double standards and and how yeah. much harder she had to work, and and the kinds of things uh, that she had to endure, violence in the workplace and stuff she had to endure. And how that's fine when a man does it, but it's not okay if a woman does it. It really crops up quite frequently, even in, in real life. In, in real life, yeah. And, but I mean, in the show, it's almost every episode. Yeah, you get a, you get a little bit of mm-hmm. it. So it's not like. We did our one episode on this, you right. know. It's just right. this is part of the show. It, it, it's exactly that's that's exactly it. It's it's part of the fiber of the show. It's not like a, oh, we did the one episode where we talked about sexism, right? It's like the whole show is it's part of the fiber of the show, yeah. Right, and I mean, and Kara's anger comes from a different place. I thought this would this was when the show was announced. Everyone went, was she an interesting character? You know yeah. what I mean? She's yeah. Superman's cousin, mm-hmm. and I thought this this scene was what pointed out what really makes her interesting, like, apart from Superman, was that she's not angry about... She's not necessarily angry about even, like, losing the planet or anything like that. She's, mm-hmm. And it's not feeling... It's not feeling normal. Because, like, Clark's... Uh, Superman's big thing is, you know, like, he doesn't, you know... He doesn't feel normal either. You know what I mean? But she has... That's always been his existence, yes. but she remembers what it's like to be, like, be comfortable in her regular home as a regular person mm-hmm. to her, and now she's got a double extra layer that he doesn't have. That's right. You know, because he, right. he's never had the, oh, I'm, I lived on Krypton, and mm-hmm. I, was a reg- mm-hmm. I was a regular Kryptonian boy. But she has this, I was a regular girl, yes. and now I have all this extra stuff. And she said, I thought maybe not lying or not being secretive would help, and it doesn't because mm-hmm. I'm still mm-hmm. not what I remember being. Right. And so this is like, this is the tragedy of, I've, I've said this before, the tragedy of the super family, mm-hmm. you know, where they, it's twofold. One is that they can hear this um, omniscient without omnipresence mm. you know they can hear everything and choose who they have to save wow yeah and have to live with have to live with the fact that they chose which one was the greater good mm-hmm. and other people mm-hmm. died while they were saving somebody else mm-hmm. and the other choosing the train or the airport right like exactly that, yeah. that's 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 the tragedy but her other tragedy is that wanting to go back to not even being she knows what it's like to not be omniscient right to to not hear everything mm-hmm, to not mm-hmm. she knows what that's like and is never going to get back she there. can't go back yeah. except at the end of the episode yeah <laughs> right. where she's going to learn where it's okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> and so negating the tragedy oh well i'm sure um so um yeah so th- th- that was interesting um i want to go back to that red tornado fight for a second in the middle of the street where he like makes a tornado and okay. sends her after yes. it i was like okay so we're in episode six mm-hmm. and we're watching this and we're like cool episode six this is great episode six is happening mm-hmm. and she's stopping a tornado in the middle of the episode uh let me see smallville took the that was the climax <laughs> of season one 
Yes, and that's that right. Was the end of the, the pilot. Finale, season one. Yeah, that's right. And that was the um, end of the pilot for the Flash. Yeah, that was the big right. thing. And she's like, stopped it in the middle of the episode. Yeah, it wasn't even the biggest deal. Yeah, yeah, right. It was just a thing that happened. It was just a thing that happened. Right. And I was like, ah, she's more powerful than all of you. That's yeah, yeah, that's true. And so I just thought it was like the progression. That's of, a really like, great the, observation. The classic tornado, like. Mm-hmm. Superman saves a tornado. Supergirl saves a tornado. Like, not saves a tornado. Saves a place from a tornado. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> Thank you, you Supergirl. Super yeah. <laughs> Dorothy's inside. Thank you. you know, Thank you for saving do, do, my do, friend do, the tornado. Do, 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 do. <laughs> yeah. Well, she, uh, Kat did say that her mom was going to ride away on a broom, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there so you go. Yeah. So many. It all fits in. A lot of. Not mm-hmm. as many Wizard of Oz references as I would have hoped. <laughs> um, now that reflecting back on this episode. Hmm. Um, we get okay, so we at the end of the episode where the climax of the episode, um, Alex is going after Moro while Supergirl has to stop yes. um Red Tornado from creating damage and blah blah blah. We know that Red Tornado is being controlled by Moro, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't Alex take a team of DEO agents with her? She's like, I'm going in alone. I said that too. Like, I said why that, are you going in by yourself? Like, oh, she clearly didn't need backup, guys. No, that's fine. Just let her go in alone. That's that's cool. Yeah, like, she's awesome and she can handle herself, but like. Yeah, clearly she could, but uh, but at the same time, I'm like, you work in a government agency where their job is literally to give you backup. And her, yes, exactly, yeah. and her specialty is bioengineering. Jeez, oh. Again, I, I say, mean, come on, like whatever. <laughs> yeah, she's just like the it's that's classic comic. Like it is. It you is have so a true. job and you're good at everything. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So that's that's fine. But I was really like, huh? That was. Really, I dumb. noticed that too. That was like, really that was a, just a bad move, guys. And I was like, DEO's on a budget, like, yeah, right, yeah, like, what is happening? Yeah, and so, like, no, you can't go and help her. I didn't clear the budget this I month. And did you hear? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, um, stick to the desk, yeah, right, make Man, sure there's coffee, make sure that phone doesn't ring, <laughs> you know, like, if it does, pick it up and bang it down immediately, <laughs> yeah. I'll use my red eyes on you. Yeah, I yeah. I As I walk through the DEO casually with my red eyes, I'm like, "Do you want people to see them?" Right? Like he's just like strolling through the DEO one day with my eyes really red. Oh, oh man, I made I made visine tears. Sorry. Yeah. yeah like... Oh yeah. Oh no. Gotta wear my drops. <laughs> yeah. Like my, my robot eyes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Short circuit his eyes out. Um. Uh-huh. So yeah, that was all. That was all that real was questionable. confusing. Yeah. But it was totally worth it for her super angry heat vision. Yes. Let's yeah. let's get to that in a second. Before we do that though, um, I want to talk about some people who help us do the show, and that is InStockTrades.com and DCBService.com. Because um, without without them, with the help of our sponsors, we couldn't be doing this podcast right now. So, um, InStockTrades is a fantastic place um, to get your. Uh, trade paperback needs and DCB service, great place for your weekly comics. Um, great, great place to to do both of those things. Um, here's here's how it works. So you place your you place your order um, and you save up to forty two percent on major titles from major publishers. I'm talking DC. I'm talking Marvel. I'm talking Dark Horse, Image, all the big publishers. Um, you can save. Uh, like I said, 42% or, or, or even more in, in some cases. Um, there have been, uh, in recent weeks, things up to even 70%. Um, really, really great, great time, uh, great way to, to save on some great, great comics. And Tim, you have a pick this week. I have a pick this week because I was tired and bored of listening to your picks. You know? <laughs> so I felt left out, and I was like, I like comics. So um, my pick is Justice League of America, The Tornado's Path, by uh, by 
Brad Meltzer and Ed Bynes. Um, Brad Meltzer is um, um, an American lovely american author yes uh, who wrote um writes many novels uh one of them but a comic hero is identity crisis one of the best comics mm-hmm. of oh, all my time. God. one of my absolute um, favorites and so right uh and ed Bynes is a very very fantastic artist and so yes. this uh this story has to deal with the reassemblage of the justice the classic justice league lineup really you get superman batman wonder woman green lantern black canary hawk girl um black lightning red arrow Vixen and Red Tornado, mm-hmm. and the story really revolves around um, the. I don't want to give too much away because it's actually kind sure. of a mystery. So, but uh, the Red Tornado's journey, his path, mm, okay. if you will, because that's what the title is. There you go. Um, so, you have more to say? No, I mean it's uh, that's actually. I, I was looking up some great Red Tornado stories um, to read in advance of this episode, and that was one of the ones that came up. So, I'm glad to hear you recommend it too. Um. Yeah. The uh, and beautiful cover art by Michael Turner, one of my favorite favorite artists. Indeed. Um, but you know, you could pay twenty five bucks for this book, and it'd be worth it. It's a great. It's a you know, Tim recommends it. If he gets his seal approval, then I agree. You could pay twenty five bucks, but in stock trades, you would save forty five percent. You'd pay thirteen seventy four. Boom. Almost That's... half off for a fantastic story. Hardcover from from hardcover. Hardcover and and uh, you know, hard hard to beat with with that kind of talent. Um, yeah, Entertainment Weekly gives it a Variety gives it an A. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I give it an A, which then, is I mean right is, up there with Variety and Entertainment Weekly as far as I'm concerned. So, so check so. that out. Also, I write for the Humble News Weekly. If you'd like to subscribe to my newsletter, <laughs> Humble yeah. News Weekly. <laughs> yeah. Um, well. Uh, I think that's a great pick. Um, thank you so much to InStockTrades.com and DCBService.com. And if you'd like to read your comics digitally, um, go through their portal, and you can actually save 5% when you go to DCBService.com. That's DCB, as in Discount Comic Book Service.com. Thank you so much to InStockTrades and DCB Service for making Supergirl TV Talk possible. Making it possible for us to talk about that epic battle, final battle, between Supergirl yeah, and Tornado. Yeah, it was real good. Um, uh, the... The fight itself, I thought the the fight choreography with Red Tornado was good. She's using mm-hmm. her; they're limiting her flight, but when she yes. uses it, it's like it's not like oh, I forgot I can fly. I guess I'll fly yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. It's nicely integrated in. Yes, and, I agree. Yes. It's very nicely integrated in, and um, but you know she she knocks. You know, Tio Moro goes down. You know, he gets mm-hmm. you know he gets shot by Alex because he's trying to kill her and blah blah yep. blah. And because they're linked up, Red Tornado goes down, and then he gets back up because, you know, his brain's in the computer. (laughs) So, whatever. (laughs) So, uh, and then so she uses the heat vision, and she's like, got it. Oh, wait, no, don't got it. I got it the most. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, um, And so we had heard somewhere that maybe they were going to introduce, you know, Superman's new power from the... uh, from the comics? Yes, the solar flare. Solar flare, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, where basically he can just cause like a giant explosion, um, but but the side effect is that he loses his powers when he does that. And it kind of looks like maybe that's what they were going for here in a way. It's just, um, she exhausts it. Oh, she exhausts it. Instead of solar flaring, you exhaust yourself. Yeah. Right. And she drew on her anger issues about losing her planet, about being different, about all that, and, and listening to what Kat said. And she drew that and channeled it into this super blast of heat vision that was epic and amazing like when they previewed it uh in the promo for this episode i was like oh my god like whoa um yeah. not red face but red eyed mm, indeed um do you think this is her path to the dark side 
because you know mm, anger leads to hate, hate and hate leads, leads to suffering, suffering. Mm. and suffering leads you know to the dark side. Mm-hmm. So I'm just thinking that you know are we going to get some you know some I don't know Darth Kara? But it's going to be Darth Kara. Do you Darth think Kara, they're going to do Red, Red Lantern Kara? No. I, don't I so absolutely don't think but, that at all. But it's something they've done recently, right? Where, where she's fueled mm-hmm. by rage she has been in a comics. I mean, yeah, she has yeah. been a Red Lantern. So, yeah. you know. Um, but no, I don't think so. No, but it, maybe if this rage is bubbling inside of her and all of a sudden she goes, because like, it's a good lesson, but it's not the best lesson. Like, you should be like, yes. I'm angry all the time and I will channel my anger. Right. Like, you know, like That's you should. That's the Hulk. It's Batman. It's Batman. But it's not her. No. You know, in that. But I think it's a lesson she needs to learn. It's not like the yes, overarching you're, yeah, center of a character, yeah, but, but she needs to learn it. When you get angry, you can channel that into helping yes. you as opposed to just getting flustered and flubbered or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but if she continues down that road, you know, who knows she could go down the dark side. Yes. Mm-hmm. The Kryptonian War has yeah, begun. That's it a has. terrible you. Yeah. I'm not. Mm-hmm. There it is. Mm-hmm. Begun. There's Clone War. That's better. That's that's much better impression than I just did. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Good fruit. (laughs) It's my favorite part. (laughs) You know what he's going through. Mine. 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 I will help you not. Yeah. I will help you not. Yeah. How do you get so big eating food of this kind? kind? Yeah. (laughs) He's eating like a cookie wafer. Like, how does he get that muscular? Yeah. It's like kind bar. I know. Proteins is a protein. It's a quest it's, bar. It's, it's pure like protein. Munching, just, just Luke Skywalker munching on my quest bar. Imagine yeah. Luke Skywalker when he becomes famous doing like uh, doing commercials, like like having these deals where he you like, can defeat the Empire too with muscles that I get from protein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that would never happen. No, it wouldn't. Endorsements from he goes into exile or something. Yeah, we'll see. Um, so that was real good. And we get this final revelation at the end, you know, yes. like Wynn comes back and he's like, I made some discoveries in the half an hour I wasn't in this show. Mm. Um, yeah, exactly. And yeah, this was some of the most interesting part of the episode for me. I guess classic, you yeah. know, like here's your you know, two minutes to keep you enticed till next uh, week. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um, they Jeremiah and Hank ha- go into now was Jeremiah Bullfrog. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was he a good friend of yours? Yeah, he was. Oh, okay. Yeah. He gave me some of his wine, but honestly, it was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, I think he made it himself. <laughs> I didn't have the heart to tell him. Uh-huh. So I had Hank kill kill him. Whoa. And then, you know, come back out. Okay. Of, yeah. So yeah. they go into, I forgot, I didn't write down the place. Was it Africa? I don't remember either, to be honest. But Did they, they lost the reins there? Uh, um, yeah, I think they do. Cool. Um, pretty sure it was, pretty sure it was, pretty sure it was unnamed country in Africa. Sure. Gorilla City. Um yep. And... And so they both go in to capture yes. an alien. Yes. And then they come out and or and but they haven't been heard from and Hank. Yeah, they comes disappear out and then Hank with not a scratch on them. Month blah, later. Blah, blah. So I think this is my thing. Okay. I don't think Hank Henshaw is Hank Henshaw. Okay. I think Hank Henshaw is Jeremiah. Okay, there's a possibility I hadn't I hadn't entertained. Yeah, I don't think Hank killed him. I think Jeremiah. I don't think Hank killed him either. Or, yeah, or there's something. Yeah. I don't think it's as simple as that. No, I don't think so either. I agree with you on that. But there is that, uh, is it Jem? I think it's Jem is the what's coming up, um, you know, with the alien in the cage. There's an alien in the purple alien in the cage. He's got a jewel, a gem, if you will. Oh, yeah, in his fort. Yeah, yeah. I think, I I don't know anything about that episode. I'm just going off of pictures. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that that has something to do with it. I think maybe that's the criminal 
okay, that got we're it. dealing with. This is a pure speculation. speculation on my part, but that's kind of what I'm going with. So I, my thought, I, I agree with you. I did not think that Henshaw killed um, Danvers. Too easy. <clears throat> too, way too easy, way too obvious. Um, I was never convinced that Danvers was actually dead because it's like, oh, okay, it turned out that like the way we thought he died, he didn't actually die. Right? So Maybe I was like- they're both cyborgs. They're both so cyborg Superman. That is where I'm headed. I'm like, if Henshaw, if they did something to Henshaw to keep him alive and make him into a cyborg, maybe Jeremiah is out there somewhere as a cyborg. As a cyborg, and they're both cyborg Superman. <laughs> maybe one that's cyborg Superman, and one that looks like cyborg Superman. Right. Like maybe Jeremiah is going to come back as like legit cyborg, like Superman. What if Jeremiah comes back as the bullfrog. He was a good friend of mine. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know. I, but but your idea that maybe he they're one of the same, like that they. But but then, why would they? If he is Jeremiah, why would they make him look like Henshaw, and not just have him be Jeremiah? Maybe Jeremiah's body was destroyed past recognition, but Henshaw's mm. mind was deleted, mm. so they combined them together. Maybe, maybe and he has no memory of it, or so he claims. Right, I'm gonna go work under the assumption that he really doesn't. I think. Like, I think you're probably right. I think this is like a, this is like a flash twist, and that person is not. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's 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 not. Who that's that not is. him. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm gonna keep that super vague for people for, who for, yeah who, who haven't seen Flash. flash. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I know I know what you're saying. Yeah. Um, that would be. I would really like that. That's a really good theory. I really like that. I might. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, I, I find that a lot more credible. And that's with me watching the episode three hours ago. There you go. So I, I, I find that... go on the internet since then. Nice. Yeah. Well done. Well done. Except to look up the cast thing. Well, there you go. Yeah. yeah. I find it more credible than thinking that Henshaw is Cyborg Superman or that he's Martian Manhunter. That would hold. This would hold more. Yeah, I'm way past that. He's the Martian Manhunter. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, super, super interesting theory. I like it. Thanks. I like um, it. Next week we have a powerless Kara. Yeah. So she lost her power when she did the. So she's flare there. She's learning to be a human. We'll you know, be human stuff again. We'll be human again. Um, and we'll still wear our costume with thieves. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be interesting to see her yes. have to be Supergirl without powers. And 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 yeah. I think we're gonna. I think we'll probably touch on the theme we've seen before of like, oh, Superman would be Superman even if he didn't have powers. He's just that good a person. Yeah. I think we'll probably touch on that a little bit. Yeah, but I don't we'll just get that. You know, like you don't want to shoot these people or right. me because I will die. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, please don't. Like actually, yeah. Don't. Um, yeah, so that, that'll be interesting. That'll be very interesting to watch. Yeah. Um, but listen, before we go, um, you know, another show that is going to be coming on um, oh, yes. this this winter break is Legends of Tomorrow, right, on the CW. Oh, yes. And it's going to have big crossovers with, from characters we've seen on The Flash and Arrow. Um, if you are a fan of Flash or Arrow or any of those shows, um, we are going to be doing Legends TV Talk. Um, with some friends of ours <clears throat> over at Podesterry, some of the guys who do Flash TV Talk and Arrow TV Talk uh, and uh, Starkville Labs. Uh, so they're all going to be, we're all going to be together and we're going to be doing podcasts together about Legends TV Talk, about Legends um, of Tomorrow. So check it out on the interwebs, coming soon to a podcatcher near you. Um, but in the meantime, uh, find us at SuperworldTVTalk.com. Um, send us iTunes reviews. Um, Tim, do you happen to you're raising your eyebrows? You have a you have yes, I do. Mm, yes. You look maniacal. Um, love this podcast from giving back the glory. Um, five stars. It's very simple. Says two thumbs up. Exclamation point. Oh, simple, easy to remember. I like it. I like it too. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, well, 
that that about wraps it up for us. Email us at supergirltvtalk at gmail.com. Um, find us on the iTunes. Find us on the Stitcher Radio. Find us on the Overcast. Uh, find us on the Satchel Media Player. Uh, all those great places. Um, and, uh, of course, at TV Supergirl on Twitter if all else fails, and we'll interact with you there. But uh, I think that about does it for me. Are you are you satisfied, my friend, my red-faced friend? I am satiated, yes. All right. Well, then in that case, we'll see you next week, and up, up, and away. <laughs>